0: Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your mighty Holy Spirit. As we've gathered today, speak to us in a unique and special way. We drive out all demons and evil spirits that work against the church. Let a sweet spirit be in this church. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Wow. Wow. It's good to see all of you again. Um, I want to appreciate all those who sang. Uh, Mini knocks. Um, um What's her name again? Spumay. And then um Boulet wonderful, wonderful. Good. I, I hear this song is her personal compilation. Yeah, she she wrote it herself, composed it and organized it. Yeah. So this is just to let you than... Modern singers know that there were people before you. Proverbs twenty two twenty eight Bible says, "Remove not the ancient landmarks which your fathers have laid." Yeah. So, uh, and you can hear from the song; it's a, it's a born again song, not this your songs you have been singing. No. Uh, no, no, no. Not those. No, 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 no. Born again songs that I, I I, have resolved in my heart to know no man after the flesh, but to know Christ and him being crucified. If I live, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I mean, these are scriptures, not... Yeah. You know, recently we're coming from Deban. I've started preaching, okay. We're coming from Deban, and we're listening to some songs and the person was driving, I had listened to those songs with the person before. and I told the person, these were the songs that were on when we got born again. And we have been born again for about 20-something years. Do you get it? And today, those songs are still relevant. They still have so the guy was talking about it. And I said, there are only two ways to make sure that your songs become timeless. Number one, you just sing the scriptures. Not that you sing about the scriptures. You sing the scriptures. Because the scriptures are eternal. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but not a jot of my words will pass away. So when you sing the scriptures... Even if the song is not nice, the scriptures will endure. So your song will also endure. And then the second thing is to sing about your situation. Yeah. The second type of song is to sing about what you are going through. Because whatever you are going through, somebody will go through it again. And how you survived it will be an encouragement to somebody. Let the church say amen. So I want to appreciate all of you for, for taking part. We've done the first edition. Let's sing. We've done, let's sing old school. Um, next, next Tuesday we have what? Let's sing. What a shock. Yeah, what a shock. Oh. It will be very nice. Hallelujah. Great. Let us share something for about half an hour and then we will go home. Amen. We've been talking about seven evil spirits that the devil deploys against the church so that the church will not prevail. But Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And we are ridding the church of all these evil spirits. Hallelujah. Amen. And we've talked about two of them already. We talked about the spirit of disloyalty. Hallelujah. We've dealt with it quite quite well. And then we talked about the spirit of what? Accusation. Hallelujah. Accusation take away the power in the church. Anybody who's accused becomes powerless. Whether the accusation is true or false, it affects you one way or another. By the time you realize you have also become an accuser. Or instead of concentrating on the work that you are doing, you start to defend, you spend the rest of the time defending yourself against the accusation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh Aha, so... It's an evil spirit. So when when the accuser was cast down from heaven, the Bible says, now power came to the church. May the church be filled with power. Today, I want to deal with the third evil spirit. This spirit is the spirit of forgetfulness. The spirit of forgetfulness. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible tells us that. For God is not unrighteous to forget your labor. Hallelujah. God is not what? Unrighteous to forget. So here, even the Bible tells us that forgetfulness is unrighteousness. Yeah, it's unrighteousness. Your work and your labor of love is unrighteous. Why is it unrighteousness? Because when you begin to forget things, you tend to become, you change. You become an evil person. You become a wicked person. Because you have forgotten things that have been done for you. Things that you have gone through. So even your response to pressure, your response to situations, your response to scenarios become different. Why? Because you have forgotten Hallelujah. But if you will tend to remember things, you would realize that some some things don't deserve even a certain type of reaction. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are dealing with people, you've forgotten what they have done for you. You are more likely to react to them in a way that is inappropriate. But if your eyes on what has been done for you, you, your, your always your reaction is under control. Hallelujah. So, I pray that as a church, we will not be a church that forgets. We will not be a church. This church, we have, look, we have moved this church from the, this church is about seven years, we now about almost eight years old. We have moved all over the city. There's nowhere in this city we have never been before. It's no way. We are like a mobile chat. It's not easy to track us. You have to put a tracker on us to find us. We have moved all over the place. I mean, I, I, I am. I don't like saying I'm new here. I'm fairly new here. And when I move around with people, any building we see, they say, "Oh, we used to meet here. We used to meet here. We used to meet here. We used." So I, I tend to wonder, ah, is it like? We are here one Sunday, tomorrow we are here, the next Sunday, then we have been to, we were totally homeless as a church. Until one day, somebody decided that, let us buy a church building for the church in Peter Marisburg so that the church can be stable. Until then, the church was not stable and the church had no future. I mean, anything can happen and the church will finish. So somebody took a decision and said, let's buy a church building so that the church can sit at one place. And since we bought the church, you can see the difference in the church. Since we bought this building and we moved here, even the church has become more powerful. This is our weekday service. Yeah, many, ch- some of the biggest churches in the country don't have weekday services. They cannot have weekday services. Yeah, they, I said they cannot. Not that they don't want to, they cannot have weekday services. Yeah. But this is our weekday service. It's, a, it's almost a full house. Do you get it? Why? Because the church is stable. It's at one place. May we not wake up one day and, and forget that somebody made that decision. Well, so let us take an offering for, for the founder of the church. Then you say, we are taking offering for the founder. We uh, are taking for. Look, if we put if we put together all the offerings we will take, it will still not get to how much was spent to buy this building. Yeah. It will still I mean, think about it. You do the maths. This church was bought for millions. And I'm not talking about one, two, three million. I'm talking about millions that don't fit on one hand. You can't count it on one hand. Millions. You try buying a stand at Popomania and see how much it will cost. How much more in the city, in the center of the city. In the center of the city. So how much offering will you give or can you give? That will suffice for what that person has done. But you see, as we are human beings, sometimes we, just for, we are just naturally forgetful. That's what makes a difference between us and God. We forget and we lie. And God doesn't lie. And God doesn't forget. Sometimes we go into intentional amnesia. Sometimes we intentionally and conveniently forget. Yeah, we intentionally and conveniently forget. Because at that particular time, forgetting shoots us. Yeah. You used to be a slim, skinny, bony, wazzy when your wife married you. You were so skinny it was a medical emergency. I said skinny bony wazzy. Yeah. Skinny Bony Wazi. I went to school with a guy. He was so slim. We used to call him skinny bonnie wazi. Yeah. Oh, we used to call him a snake. I had another guy who was called a snake. I don't want to say it here, but I, I, me too. I went to school with a slim guy. He was so slim that we had to call him a snake. Yeah. Today your wife has married you, polished you up. You have gained some family before. I mean, when you, you can't take... Look, one day I was traveling with some people and we were at the airport. And that's when you see people's passports. So it's like, <laughs> we're just... So I don't know what we were checking, but one guy, he flipped his passport open and the bio page opened. And it was, an, it was some time ago. Those days were when they do the passport 10 years before it expires. When I look at the picture, I said, who is this? He said, it's me. (laughs) I look at it, I look. I said, wow. So your wife has looked after you, polished you, you have become a nice guy. Now that you have become a nice guy, you have the impudence to say that she's too fat. You have forgotten. I said you have forgotten how you were. Yeah. Thank you. Don't worry. I've not forgotten the time. Yeah. Yeah. Should I? may you not be the forgetful type sometimes you forget what 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 your what your parents have done for you what they how, the sacrifices they have made to make sure that you can go to school and speak english in english yeah because if they had left you the best you could have done would have been to speak English in Zulu. Or in Sutu, worse of it in Kosa, But they made a sacrifice. So that you. Can go to a school where the English is taught in English. So that you can speak real English. I mean I speak to people. As soon as they start talking I know where to put them. You don't have to say much You don't have to say a lot By the first sentence, second By the third sentence I know where to put you No, 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 seriously I mean some of the pretty faces you see around You should just hear them talk No You see them pretty like that with um, Brazilian hair As soon as they start talking No, as soon as they start talking. The the question you want to ask is, where did you come from? First National Bank. How can we help you? Here. So, So when these, these, your same parents, who cannot speak English at all, they mention your original Zulu name and they call you. Yes. One of those King James names. And they call you. "Uh, They always like to ask me for something. Because we are are, are, adults. Can't they work for themselves? They are lazy. When they were young, they didn't work. They didn't work because of you. Some of you, your mothers had to drop out of school because you appeared on the scene. If you never appeared on the scene, they would have had even a doctorate by now. But unfortunately, grade 11, then you pop your head. Also, considering the size of your head, by the time they could recover, they couldn't go back to school. Couldn't go back to school. But now, you are now the girl on the block, and then when they call you, you have the impudence to say what you like. It's a bad, it's an evil spirit. It's an evil spirit. And it brings cases. Yeah. It brings cases. Yeah. So quickly, 10 people you should not forget. 10 people. Ten people you should not forget, Bulelua. Ten. Number one, your soul winner. The person who led you to Christ. First Corinthians 4.15, Paul said, In Christ, you have 10,000 instructors but not many fathers. In Christ have I begotten you. The person who led you to Christ, preached to you the gospel, said the, the, the sinner's prayer, which says, say after me, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I accept that I'm a sinner. I believe that you died for me. And you rose again. I confess you as my Lord. Thank you Jesus for dying to save me. That person who took you through that prayer. May you never forget that person. May you never forget that person. May you not forget that person. person who led you to Christ. I remember recently. Somebody was celebrating the day I baptized him. I was so impressed. I baptized her many years ago and she had put on Facebook the, the date itself that I held her and I dipped her into the water and I brought her out. Yeah. May you not forget it. Many of us have forgotten who led us to Christ. Yeah. Some of us gave our lives to Christ when we came to church, but somebody invited you. Yes, I may have stood here and led the preaching, but somebody invited you to come to church on that day and you heard the gospel and you gave your life to Christ but today you have forgotten the person you can have an argument with the person and you curse the person, if you had not been for that person you would have gone to hell yeah you'd have gone to hell may you not forget that person May you not forget number two. Don't forget your first teacher. Or your first teachers. Hey, pastor, do you mean my school teacher or no? I mean your first teacher. The person who taught you the fundamentals of Christianity what we call in this church new believer school, the person who took their time to teach you, you see this thing that you have come to say I accept Jesus, this is what it means there are six powerful effects of your salvation number one, it means that your name is written in, in heaven you are now a new creation you, you are a child of God you will go to heaven when you die your sins are forgiven, six of them the person stood with you and taught you those things Forget them. Don't forget it. Without that foundation, Bible says that if the foundation be destroyed, oh the righteous do. Without that foundation, you are going nowhere to happen. I me, mean, those who took me through New Believer School, later on, I became their pastor. Yeah, I, be- I became the pastor. They were, they were still church members, and I became the pastor. But I still remember them. Recently, when Reverend Eric visited one of them. I bought stuff. I said, go and bless him with the things from me. For him. Do you know this? Do you know what prayer means? How to pray? Those who do Holy Ghost, baptism, all these people contribute to your life. If you intentionally decide, I not, I've, I've forgotten them. You don't even regard them. So how then will you even remember them? Church is quiet now. I can't see that it's Tuesday evening. (laughs) Yeah. Where, Where is it in the book? I'm looking for it. Yeah. I found it. One day I went for a program. And they invited a girl to sing. And she was singing the famous song. I found it. So she would come. She would sing I found it. I found it. New life in Jesus Christ. I found... No, I found it. I found it. So when she sings then, I found it, then she will retort. You can't found it too. So... Relax, relax. She did it the first day. I didn't say anything. Then she did it again. So then I had a program. And I invited the church with her. Then she came. And she sang. I found it. I found you. Come found it. I said, you? come here. I said, stop singing. Come, come, come. You don't say you can found it too. You have done it three times. Nobody has advised you. I am advising you don't do that again. She was shocked. So, I found it. You can found it too. Number 3. Don't forget your inspirer. Don't forget your inspire. Who's your inspire? The person who influenced you to go into the things you are doing. The person who influenced you, inspired you to go. You are a lawyer today because somebody inspired you. My wife is a pharmacist because her mother is a pharmacist. She had a chance to go to medical school, she said she wants to sell drugs. I said, Go on, sell drugs. I remember when we were choosing to do science, business, arts, we wrote an exam. When we wrote the exam, they start the highest people go to do science then like that. In that exam, they give an award. I won the award. Yeah. Then they put me in a science class. When I went on holidays, when I came, they had put in the science. My name was number one in the science class. I would look at the there and say, Who told you I want to do this course? I went to the business class. The whole week, Friday, they started to call those who have not been in class for the week. My name was number one. I said, what what do you mean? I have been in class the whole week. So then they took me to the principal's office. The principal started to convince me why I have to do science. He talked, he talked, he talked. I I was just watching him. When he finished, I said, sir, can I ask you a question? He said, what's your question? I said, physics, chemistry, biology. What has it got to do with banking? (laughs) He said, what do you mean? I said, my parents are bankers. I come from a generation of bankers. I want to be a banker. Why should I do sciences? The case ended on that day. (laughs) It just ended. I I, I am into money. I'm not into. You You do. You do the anatomy, I will sell it for you. That's all. (laughs) I don't have time to argue with Einstein whether E is equal to MC squared or not. Tell me that E is equal to MC squared and I will sell it for you. That's all. That's all. You today, it's because somebody inspired you. That's why you are serious in the church. Some of you are doing ministry today. Because Bishop Larry inspired you. Never forget it. Never forget him. In the evil day, don't raise your tongue and say, Even Bishop Larry, what has he done for me? If you have not been for him, you will not even be in the ministry. He inspired you into the ministry. Number four, we are going in a race. Your example. Don't forget your example the person who taught you how to do what you are doing. We all copied somebody. Somebody was an example for us. Daggy Wood Mills was an example for me. Look at him and say, wow, wow, this thing is worth doing. He's not only an inspiration to me, he was an example also to me. This thing can be done. I can also do it. So you saw that example. And you started to copy. Some of you ladies who can't cook, your mother was the example that you learned from. You just need to stretch your neck a little and see those who can't cook. And you see how difficult it is to cook. Yeah, the church is quite because many people can't cook. Yeah. It's not a good example because many people can't cook. Your example... Number five. Don't forget your life teacher. The first one, your first teacher. The second one is your life teacher. The one who taught you about life. You can have a pastor, he will not teach you about life. Just teach you the word of God, but will not teach you about life. You are moving around like a thief, he doesn't care. Or he doesn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Your life teacher. We have meetings with wives, teaching them how to be wives. Yeah. Because without teaching, you can have some of the most cantankerous wives you can find on earth. Beastly, don't love peace. They can't survive without a fight. There must always be a fight. Yeah, they like the drama. There's a way a single lady behaves. There's a way a wife behaves. That's why even in the Zulu culture, you see that you have to put a duke and be moving around so that... And the duke is not for safety. It's to distinguish. It's not like a safety helmet. It's to distinguish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 your life teacher sometimes even the way you dress and you come out sometimes it's inappropriate I said very very wrong inappropriate inappropriate it's almost like you didn't finish dressing And you came out. Maybe the lights went off so you had to leave. Then you just step out. Sometimes you are even a teenager. And you are dressing like an adult. At a certain age you shouldn't put on makeup. Let me say it in English. At a certain age you shouldn't put on makeup. 16 years you have put on makeup like a 25 year old. Are you a witch? 16 year old child, you're already concealing things. Then by 25, you'll be retired. rules. Sixteen. Sixteen, you should be a child. You get it. Enjoying your childhood and just fooling around. Foolishness is bound to the heart of the child. Sixteen, you should be fooling around and making mistakes in the house. Sand will go into your hair. They clean it for you, they wash it again. Say foolish girl. We put your pom-pom this way. You have put it here. Then they put it back. But sixteen, you're already wearing makeup. Your makeup is thicker than the asphalt on the street. Yeah. <laughs> when you are putting the makeup, it's like there was a pothole on the street and they are filling it. We put a needle into the makeup 1 full inch. We bring it out no blood. No blood. Not even a drop of blood. Ah! ah 16. If I imagine 16. 16. You are con- what are you concealing? Are you that ugly? Oh no, no 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 But somebody sits down with you And teaches you Pretty You are too young For some of these things You are even too young for some of these hairstyles You are too young for some And then parents are surprised That That's the part that even surprises me the most Parents are surprised <laughs> That that's the part that surprises me the most parents are surprised when at 17 she's pregnant with twins one is white and one is black then you are surprised then you are surprised I'm surprised that you are surprised I'm surprised that you are surprised surprised surprised. yeah Sit down. you are blocking the view of the other church members. You are surprised. You are surprised that she's had a baby with your boyfriend. Then you are surprised. I, I, I am amazed. I'm not amazed at her. I'm amazed at you, the parent, you're surprised. When you were sitting there, she was making putting the makeup like Picasso, like an artwork. Like an artwork painting. Rembrandt. Yes. Look, all my stories are true. I've been a pastor for almost 20 years. All my stories are true. I have so many stories that I don't have to make up a story. We don't don't even want to come to that today. I have sat down with, with, I said, everybody is going, going home, go home. He said, "I can't go." I said, "Why can't you go?" He said, "They don't want me at all." So uh, we dug, dug, dug. Later, we found out that had, her baby, her child, she has at that time she had a seven-year-old child. The baby daddy is dead. Yeah. 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 Oh God! Let me go and wear my shoe again. <laughs> Surprises me, yeah. But somebody teaches you in life. Many of you on the campus, Joel has taught you about life. No wonder she's gone to reunion or somewhere else in the world. Then, so because now you have daddy long legs, Joel taught us nothing, she taught you to be a lady. Yeah, you were going to play what were you going netball or whatever excited, I mean super excited that she was going to play netball. I called her and said, do you know why, yes, do you know why all the boys in the area want you to go and play netball? So that you can jump. When you jump, then they all look at your buttocks. That's why they said go and play netball. Yeah. I said, so as long as I'm your pastor, you won't play netball. Pastor, what if she has a career in netball? If she had a career in netball at that age, she would have been playing for at least the province. For as long as she's not playing for the province at that age, she doesn't have a career in netball. I mean, if you look at this, is there a career in netball At At (laughs) at this height? The way she's based, center, maintain the center. Okay, maintain the center. What was it? Ham- handball or netball? Netball. <laughs> Please, I said you can't play any netball. Come and sit down and go to school and go and study dydx. You have a future in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Your life's coach. Yeah, your life's teacher. Taught you it's time to marry. It's time to stop fooling around and marry. Remember the person. Don't wake up one day and say, oh, for, a lot of us forget. We Recently, there was a misbehavior in the church. And it's like, you could see the person had forgotten. Yeah. There's no love in the church. Meanwhile, all the people the person was talking to, they have all helped the person at one time or another. Yeah. It's like intentionally forgetting. Next one, what's the next one? My wife, what's the next one? Number six is what? I said ten. We are almost there. Number six is what? Your trainer. Don't forget your trainer. The person who trained you in what you are doing. Don't forget your trainer. Don't forget your trainer. If you watch the people who are singing, you, you, you can see that there's a hand in the thing. Don't do this. Do that. Don't do this. If you look at Fanelli, you could see that she understood what she was singing. Yeah. So it had more power. Sometimes they sing songs. They don't understand what they are singing. They are just singing the words. Just singing the. What are some of the songs that they were singing? Yeah. They don't know. They don't even understand the words. Yesterday, somebody contacted. and said, "Would you let me sing again?" I would definitely let you sing again. But this time, I want you to learn the song. Understand the song and minister the song. Don't just sing the song. Minister it. Train. Don't sing. Even this song is not good for you. Don't sing it again. Training. Yeah. Don't forget your launcher. The person who launched you out. The person who gave you the first opportunity to do what you are doing. I'm doing this lesson to give people opportunity to sing. So that their talent can come out. Yeah. Are you feeling cold? I can give you my jacket. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Give you an opportunity to sing. Give you an opportunity to Come and lead praise and worship. Today you are a praise and worship star. Remember the person who gave you the opportunity. I would have been joyous celebration by anyway, because by the way I am by all means out. somebody has to give you the opportunity yeah somebody gave you an opportunity to preach it's launching you out so that you'll be seen yeah okay, go and start a church it's also launching you out without that nobody will know that you can preach or you can do something Don't forget it. And by the way, preaching in woodlands is not the same as preaching here. Ah, You're preaching to 15 people. If the preaching works, if the preaching doesn't work, they don't care. 15, 12 of them are new believers. If you say... Turn with me to John 3.17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. They don't know. They'll say powerful. (laughs) If you like, come here and say John 3.17. The people will start quoting. For God sent not his son. Then you will see that you are lost. Recently I let somebody preach this just by the way. Then, after I was talking to the person, the, the person said, As the person was talking, I said, are, are you trying to say that my church, they don't receive preaching? <laughs> oh, God! I said, Are you trying to say that my church members don't like pre- receiving preaching? So then I encourage the person that, No, 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 no. That's not the reason. Then I, I came up with it. I told you, always find something good to tell people to encourage them. I came up with a reason why that particular preaching was that way. Then a the person felt encouraged by I said, you also cannot blame my church members. Don't break yourself. Better go and learn how to preach. And don't stop blaming my church members. Yeah. So you are preaching Woodland 77 times. Look, when we put you here on Good Friday... Then you will see that it's not a simple thing at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not personal, it's just woodlands that came up. Hey, why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen so many people who claim they can preach, they can preach you give them a chance to preach. I had a guy he visited me. He was with all this prophetic type of I said, "Preach." He preached. I said, "Preach again." By the time he was halfway through the second message, the first message was coming again. I said, "Okay, it's not a problem. Preach again." Now you could see that the revelation was finished. Yeah. Then after he finished, "Oh, so Sunday you are preaching again." He almost on himself. So remember, the person who gave you the opportunity to launch out. Do it for the first time. Yeah. Number next one. Don't forget your father. The one who loved you took you through the things. Where is it? And had faith in you. Don't forget. Fathers always love they have faith. My daughter is going to do well. My son is going to do well. Always have faith that you do well. Don't forget that person who is at your lowest point. He said, You will still do well. You will still do well. Yeah. You will still do well. You have slept with 17 and a half people still. He says, He sees you say, My virgin, come to me, my virgin. My virgin, my virgin, my virgin. Yeah. yeah. These guys are asking which one is the half? The half is almost almost. <laughs> yeah. He still sees you and say, Oh my virgin, my virgin, my virgin. Yeah. Meanwhile, look, when we bring up your history, you are finished. But I say, oh, I still, I have to. When they come, they need a, 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 a proper girl to choose. Oh, this one, she's very good. Oh, she will help you. Still have faith in you. Yeah, faith in you. Still loved you. In spite of everything, still loved you. You are going to create the biggest mess. I mean the biggest mess that can be created. Everybody wants to stone you. I'm traveling tomorrow to go and solve a big mess. No, no, no! It's not a local mess. It's an it's a it's a it's an aeroplane mess. <laughs> you need to board an aeroplane to go and solve that mess. Yeah. No, you can't handle that mess. Your ministry can end on that mess. Yeah. To go and solve a mess. Yeah. So, oh, don't don't kill him. He's still, give him a small chance. We'll beat him, but. Still, give me my chance. Yeah. Yeah, one or two slaps, you know. But, yeah. Are you there? Yeah. So, when his father's there, you say, every year we are sending a message to say, Apple fathers, the welcome to fathers, the grandfathers, the elders, we are tired. Be there. Be there. You will cause another mess. And that day you will be fatherless. Then you will see how it is like when you are in a mess without a father. Then you will appreciate the father that you are. Yeah. You will learn from experience. May you never forget the father who loved you. Many years Bishop Larry has been here loving all of us with our issues. You go on Facebook, then you write this. He will shout at you small, but he will still be with you. You go here, then you do that. Yeah, I mean, look. One day Bishop was talking about Archbishop, and he was saying that all the problems he has been in, some way, somehow, when the problem happens, Archbishop comes on the scene. Sometimes he comes; he doesn't do anything, but he just comes. He's just he. He was recounting all the Difficult things we have been through as a church. When they broke our walls, Archbishop our was there. When they did this, Archbishop was there. When he launched the small books, Archbishop was there. We're um, recounting all of them. One, one, one. Each one of them, he just comes around. He just comes around, and he was saying, "This is the reason why I will honor him until I die." Then, just a few days ago, we were watching the royal wedding. Not um, Henry and was it Harry and? Megan, Archbishop's son was getting married. And as we were watching, there was big wedding. President. President is there, everything. International dignitaries are all there. As we were watching, well, who's going to officiate this wedding? The camera just went through all oh, the big men of God like that. Zzz, then it turned onto the bridal party. Then it went onto the stage. Archbishop was sitting on the stage in his Archbishop regalia. And then just next to him, Bishop Dakiwad Meos sitting there. Only the two of them on the stage. Everybody downstairs. Even the president downstairs. As though that was not enough. You know, because when there's a wedding, it's the pastor of the people who officiates the wedding. Yeah. As though that was not enough. When they did less welcome, the when it was time to start, dearly beloved, guess who came to stand there? <laughs> Yours truly, Dark Woodmills. Mills. Dearly beloved, we are gathered in the sight of God and in the presence of this congregation to join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Archbishop. Archbishop was just sitting there. He was the one officiating the wedding. Yeah. Why? Why? It's very simple. He just has never forgotten the ark I remember when he said, any difficult thing we have gone through, ark he he comes. As soon as the thing happens, he will come you are there, any problem you have, we show up. Any problem we have, we show up. One day, don't forget it. But when one day, he doesn't solve the problem. He didn't solve the problem. He came to identify with you. Even I was hungry and bring KFC, so that it. He came to be there with you. Yeah. May we not be a church that forgets. May we not forget. Above all, may we not forget Jesus Christ. The one who died and gave his life, shed his precious blood so that we can qualify. We can qualify. We can qualify in spite of our sins, in spite of our evil, in spite of our nature, that he shed his blood to wash us so that we can stand before God victorious, righteous, clean, and saved. We will not forget the Savior. Jesus Christ. Stand to your feet let's share a word of prayer. If you are clapping, clap. It's free of charge. You. Lift your hands wherever you are. Let's pray as we close. Father, thanks for every hand that is lifted up. We say help us. Holy Spirit, Jesus said I will send the comforter and he will remind you of a whatsoever things that I have taught you. Holy Spirit, remind us. As a church, as a people, always remind us. Remind us of the people who have helped us. Remind us of the people who have been with us. The people who have been by our sides. The people who have helped us in every situation. Those who have been there present with us, showing their support for us. Always remind us. Remind us of what your blood has done for us so that we can also be merciful towards others. Remind us of how much you have forgiven us so that when we have to forgive, we can forgive others. Lord, remind us. Let us not remove the ancient landmarks which the fathers have laid. May we not remove Bishop Larry from this church. May we not remove the founder of the church Bishop Dahlia from the state. May our minds always be conscious of how much they have contributed for us to have what we have. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said amen. Pray this prayer with me. Say dear Lord Jesus I come to you today just as I am please forgive me of all my sins I believe that you died for me and you rose again I confess you as the Lord of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save me amen put your hands together for the Lord We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Magsburg, or call 078 God richly bless you.